1: Well, good morning, guys. I'm not Perry Allen Wood. Perry is on a road trip with his daughter to see her grandmother in Florida. Well, that's a good thing. Always got to see that family. That's a great thing. Listen, to have a college-age daughter that still loves to take a road trip with you is a
2: good thing. So I guess we just be merc- missing. We might have a special person come in
1: here in just a minute. We but, may uh, do, and look, I believe we got a stranger in the the house with us this
3: morning. Well, Greg, Greg, welcome back, Greg. Well, I appreciate it, and I, I certainly, by no means, uh, by my own free will, well, wanted to miss any of the shows. But well, but sometimes that out. ain't in our control. Yeah, but uh, my health had gotten. Really, I let myself get a little too far downhill, and I had to spend some time in the hospital. And uh, But they got people coming in and out, getting my strength back where I can walk and do things better. And uh, so everything's looking up. I mean, the fact I was able to get out of the, the, the house, and Ronnie picked me up and get in the car and get out, uh, that's a big improvement. Boy. Well, I thought you came down that hill pretty good this morning. Yeah, like, like I say, Ronnie, I
1: appreciate that. Well, you and I were talking coming up into the station this morning, Greg, that sometimes us guys are just too stubborn.
3: I'll be all right in a couple of days. Give me just a couple of days. I'll be all right. That's, that's me, Mr. Procrastinating. I do go to the doctor uh, when I have my regular visits. But this was one of those deals where... Uh, uh, seemed like Berta had an appointment and come to find out I was running temperature about 102 and a half and still had pneumonia and couldn't hardly walk or do nothing. So she called the ambulance and they carried me up black and loaded me up with all kinds of antibiotics and different things. And well, great. Greg, we're just glad to have you back and we missed you while you were gone. Well, yep. I missed y'all too because it messes up my Saturdays. And I certainly don't like on Saturday to be sitting up in a doggone hospital room in a bed that you can't lay in, you can't get comfortable in. And, you know, I just just went for a period of several days there. I felt so doggone bad. I just didn't even want to talk on the telephone. I I was just miserable. But I'm I'm doing good now. I'm tickled to death to get out of the house and be here today. Well, were you up to watching the uh, cup race last week? Watch most of it. Watch what? most of
1: it. Well, uh, that was me, too. I watched most of it. Yeah. But let me tell our guests,
2: our, yeah, our, well, yeah. our listeners today, we got Hank Gotten from Greer Dragway.
1: I always love to talk to Hank.
2: Hank's going to be on the show at 10.20. He's going to be telling us about things coming up over at Greer Dragway. They got testing tune today. And then at uh, 10.40, we got Nelson Crozier coming on. And then at 11 o'clock, i got a guest coming on from over here at Cherokee Speedway named Ricky Green. He's won the last two uh, races in his division over there at Gaffney Speedway. And we got a whole line of stuff we need to talk about today. And uh, I'm going to tell you all about, like, Greg here getting out of the hospital. It was a good thing this week to see Ryan Newman. He visited the race shop, and then yesterday he was at the racetrack. Good for him. Yes, he was.
3: That's a good sign.
2: To see him at their racetrack, had a headset on, helping Ross Chastain, trying to get that number six car around that racetrack. And uh, like I said, you know, it just kind of, you
1: know. Well, after that wreck he had and and all the precautions they took afterward to keep us from seeing him, I was afraid we were never going to see him again.
3: The way the TV done it, uh, I think they thought it might have been a little bit more problem than there was. Which they definitely had a problem. He took a lick. But uh, I think they were playing it along, but everybody that was watching uh, the race, the way they kind of handled that situation, I mean, no, it wasn't good, and he did get hurt, but uh, we thought it was a little bit more could have possibly been fatal Yep. versus... Well, you know, NASCAR,
2: NASCAR impounded that car, and they'll go through that car, and they'll look to see where they can actually make a few more changes to improve his cars. And that's one thing about it. And uh I heard this week, uh 2021, we're going to go to aluminum 18-inch wheel and one lug nut. And we'll get into that a little bit deeper with Nelson Crozier whenever yeah. he comes on. You know, Nelson Crozier, he's all up into this... uh What we call mechanics of racing and stuff and uh, stuff like that. But we did have some racing going on last week. Uh, We had the X-Infinity race at Fontana. And uh, if everybody watched it, you watched uh, 19-year-old Harrison Burton won that race. And everybody should know Harrison Burton. He is the son of Jeff Burton. Okay. And his uncle is Ward Burton. And you know, the Burton brothers, whenever, you know, the way they talked from Virginia. Well, <laughs> he's definitely got more. bloodlines. Yeah. And uh, put on a good show there. Uh, if everybody watched that race, they watched Harrison's uh, mother kind of, oh, wee, up on that pit box. They said that she be, she put dents on top of the pit box from jumping <laughs> up and down. But, uh,. And our local boy here, Jeremy Clements, he had a top five going there, but come up right there at the end, come up ninth. And uh, boy,
1: mm. Jeremy just snake bit this year.
2: Yes, he is. And then, like I said, uh, come on Sunday, we're going to get into a little bit more of this is uh, Alex Bowman. He won the NASCAR race up there. Uh, Did somebody pick him this uh, week? I think, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie picked the 88 car last week and... Uh, what can I say? 88 carpenter on a good show there. It was fast all weekend at Fontana. Uh, actually, I think he was stage one winner. Stage two winner was Ryan Blaney, but Ryan Blaney, he's been kind of snake bit for about the last two or three aces, mm-hmm. but, uh, but from what I've seen here lately, uh, not too snake bit because he was a wander, one of the guys that's in uh, our drivers that was going to be a free agent next year, but I heard yesterday that he has re-signed Pinsky, So that takes him off the, the you know, the shopping block, but we still have two or three. One of them was your man, Alex Bowman. Yep. He's gonna be a free agent next year, but he said this might help him uh re sign his contract, which you know, you win races, you well, get you get a contract. I mean he's already in the chase. Yep. We also got an, another top name driver, Brad Keselowski. He has not re signed his contract next
3: year with Penske. So, uh. There's a little bit, uh. Nelson can get into it because I've been talking to Nelson. You know, Nelson's he's been under the weather, but he's improving too. But I think what the big question mark, and it is, it's a little early for silly season, but (laughs) when contracts ain't been signed, and a lot depends on it, but somebody's got to get in that 48. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, Some- and uh, Hendricks ain't just going to put anybody in it. Yeah. So he's going to... It just makes you wonder. It's, it's, just, it's a little too early in the year to speculate. But, you know, when you got a super, super driver like Brad Keselowski in a super car with Penske and everything, if he hadn't signed yet, uh, they might... There might be some talks going on. Yeah. Yep. Which- uh, also
2: last week, uh, we all know that Ricky Stenhouse, he's been doing pretty good up there, but he lost his two crew chiefs last week. Uh, somehow or another, his car got bent from inspection to pit road. Do what? what? <laughs> kind of like, I think kind of like the 48 car, the Jackman last year. Did you see the Jackman on the 48 car last year? Whenever he would let the car down, he would take his hind end and stick it to the right before the, the right rear tire, and he would kind of bend that car in. And I think that's one reason that they want to go to these carbon fiber cars, is to keep <laughs> these boys from bending these cars. And uh, But somehow, another Stenhouse, Stenhouse has got his crew chief and all back, and uh, so uh, they've been making
3: improvements, which you can make improvements to the race car if you can bend it before it gets to pit road. That's pretty slick if they come up with something, you know. that Everybody goes to wind tunnel now where it used to be this chosen few of us got to go. Uh, I remember being back in Lockheed Wind Tunnel in 1970. Spent a lot of time in it. And, but they've learned so much over the years with the downforce and the side drafting. And these cars are so aerodynamic that in the hands of some of these mechanics that are really sharp, like an and. uh well, there's a whole list of them. They'll play in that gray area. Yep. And if you get caught playing in the gray area, sometimes you get hit pretty good with a fine or something else. But uh, they're just, if 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 they crease something at least a little bit or dent something in this at least a little bit. If they do it at the right spot, it's going to happen. it. Oh yeah. Especially if you don't had it in that. Especially had, had it in that. 200 mile an hour deal. Uh, I tell you what, they do a lot of the testing usually at about 140, 150 miles per hour airspeed. But they will run it up to 200 a couple of times to let you see the sides. And at 200 miles an hour, we found out like one of our Thunderbirds, the sides oil canning, you know, doing this kind of stuff. And It may be a situation that that's where the part of the car they couldn't brace real good, but if they'd done something to crimp it or or give it something to, I guess one prank, some kind of rigidity. I don't know, but you bet they know what they were doing when it accidentally got bent on the way to Fair Road.
2: <laughs> well, if you watched them cars last week, Tim cars were awful close together. Drivers could not really get away from each other because of that big rear spoiler that they had. And that's one thing that they're going to lose this week at Phoenix. Whenever they go to Phoenix, they're going back down to that little small spoiler, so it's going to put some handling back into them. You know, well, I say handling, it's going to put the drivers back into the issue of uh, boy, this thing's loose.
1: It's loose. Well, the big thing that surprised me last week about Bowman was how dominant well he was for the whole race. He just checked out, well, and nobody
3: could get close to him. He, he was, just left here. He just when he got ready to go, the boom. And the, the you know that Fontana track is really a, a nicer track if you look at it and they, and they go around it real fast, but it's got some bumpiness in it. Man, it you see the cars shaking and. And different things. They it, it, it's gotten pretty bumpy. Well, when
1: even though I picked him last week, you know I thought he was going to blow it there at the end, but he was able to get enough of a lead that he could take the last ten laps kind of easy on his tires because I thought he was going to blow a tire. Yep, because he, he didn't take that last pit stop. There was two or three tires that were shredded, they they talked to Jimmy
2: Johnson afterwards and Jimmy said that he was scared of his right front and he kinda backed off a little bit and that's one thing that bit Ryan Blaney mm-hmm. right there at the end. His right rear tire started shredding the cords off of it and he had to hit pit road and uh like you said, they come on that radio and they told the ADH, You got a five second lead, let's kinda
3: back it down a little bit, but it's hard to back it's hard to tell a driver to back it down, ain't it? <laughs> it is. It, in some cases, it's almost impossible, but especially when a car is handling good. But I'll tell you one thing. when With these race cars, more so in the old days than now, because the tires are better and the cars are ten times safer. But I can remember back in the 60s and the 70s, uh, even 80s, when you had a bad tire problem and them tires started tearing up, that was a scary thought because uh, you didn't know which one of yours was going to blow next. Biggest thing was if it tended to be a trend you kept seeing, you'd hit the pit road pretty good just to put your four shoes on it and, and and get going. And, you know, they voted that really the worst race NASCAR has ever had when they had that bad tire problem at Indy. Mm-hmm. Right, It'd run about ten laps and throw the caution, and come in both both rubber on, and uh, that that ain't that ain't a good way of putting on a show, but those things do happen. I
1: tell you what, guys, let's go ahead and get lined up for our first break here, and when we come back, we'll talk to Hank Guyton from the Greer Dragway. You're listening to Start Your Engines right here from the Beacon Drive-In Studios. This is Fox Sports Spartanburg. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign
0: Force hotline now at 864 468 1400. Start Your Engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 at 983 FM. When
4: John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946.
0: Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay, so for the rest of you. Download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400.
6: Happy New Year! We're seeing 2020 at Greer Nissan, and the savings are clear. Cars, trucks, SUVs—all your favorite models are on sale with low prices and payments. New Year, new you, new Nissan, and with over 300 to choose from, you've got plenty of options. Drive a new Altima, just one sixty-nine a month. Only one sixty-nine for a new 2020 Altima. Drive a new road, just one ninety-nine a month, or save up to eighty-five hundred dollars off. Only one ninety-nine for a 2020 road. or save eighty. Five hundred dollars off a new 2019 road, or take the wheel of a rugged new Titan pickup and save up to $14,000 off. That's right, up to $14,000 off a new Titan. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Hurry into Greer Nissan. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at greernissan.com. 864-479-1197 for more details.
5: Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barber shops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors, mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289.
0: The Fox Sports 1400 app is the best way to keep up with Spartanburg sports scene. Download it now by searching Fox Sports 1400, either at the Apple Store or via Google Play.
1: And time to just write. And we are live. We are. Because right here on the line with us is our good friend from Greer Dragway, Hank Guyton. Hank, what's going on, brother? Oh, just, uh, kind of get going here this morning. A little cold. You know, I noticed that myself.
7: It's pretty chilly.
1: Hank, you
2: over at Greer
7: Dragway today? No, not yet. Uh, they don't open up till 12. So, okay. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'll be heading that way here in a little bit for, uh, our first Test and Tune uh, session of the year.
2: Okay. What all we got going on over there? When y'all actually start up drag racing?
7: Well, uh, we opened up for Test and Tune today from 12 to 4, and then uh, Thursday night we'll be open for our first Thursday night Test and Tune, 6 to 10, and then uh, next Saturday, normally we we're supposed to open up next Saturday for our regular race, but i'm sure he's probably gonna do another testing tune to make sure we get uh uh some more rubber down on the track since it's probably all washed away and then he scraped old rubber off from last year so i hadn't talked to him this morning uh i'm sure he's already out there on the track dragging it and putting some rubber down so i'll find out later this evening um uh, exactly when we're gonna start
1: well, I Mike, mean, tell me this. Other than the cars going down the track, how do you add more rubber to it before that? He's got on his tractor,
7: what he does is takes uh old slicks and they cut the centers out of them and they, he's got this uh, apparatus that he's made and it, and it lays these, he puts like six of them in a row and he takes that tractor and when he goes down the track he lets the apparatus down and uh it's got that hydraulic cylinder that pushes down on it and it just, dra- you drag that up and down the track and it puts rubber down on the track.
1: Well, now that's pretty cool. He ought to patent that.
7: Well, they, they's, they's all, it's we probably got it from, a, uh, uh, somebody's <laughs> other, a, other idea, you know. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So all the all tracks do that now. Um, uh, a lot of them's got these real, real high dollar, uh, pieces in the, in the wheels actually. The slicks actually turn; they're pumped up and actually turn, and uh, it drags the rubber off the tires onto the track.
1: Well, are you gonna are you gonna have your car up there today doing some tuning and testing?
7: No, I won't do it today. Um, I did have the transmission out of it, got me a new torque converter, but. Um, it's a little too cold for me, huh? I got a little age on me, so it has to, get, it has to be warmer for me.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I think what for our fans that are listening that may not be familiar, tell them what goes on at the strip on Thursday nights.
7: Uh, Thursday nights, we open up from uh, we open at six, and uh, what we do, you can, you pay eight dollars, you come in, and as long as you got a helmet, uh, you can run up and down the drag strip just as many times you want. Uh, uh. And then sometimes, if we have enough people, usually around nine o'clock, Ronnie. If we have what we call a gamers race, if we have enough people, they'll pay ten dollars, and then we pay all that back. Okay. And and we'll we we'll have a little race there, and who are, they'll they'll split the money up or winner takes all, whatever. But I mean, if we don't, we just run test and tune up till uh ten o'clock. Um, like I said, we got our own concession stand there. They cook fresh food every Thursday and yeah, every good. Saturday. Uh, he's got the brand new restrooms. Uh, even the restrooms has got showers in the back. So, uh, if you happen to want to take a shower while you're there, you can.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but Thursday night, any car, sir, I'm sorry. I say any car you've got Thursday night, street car, if you've got a helmet, you can go down the racetrack and see what your daddy's Chrysler will do, right? Absolutely.
7: And we uh, and I've seen a lot of uh, paper tags. <laughs> um, I see a lot of paper tags on Thursday night from car dealers, dealerships around here. Right. So, I don't know if they bought the car or if they just decided they want to uh, test that car for a day and then give it back. So, I don't know. And- <laughs> it's pretty good advertisement for them, too. Yeah, because uh, if I see a paper tag while I'm up in the uh, announcing, I always read it off. I, you know, whatever dealership it comes from, if I can read it, I'll read it. So uh-huh. I'm getting some free advertisement, yeah.
2: Well, Hank, uh, tell us a little bit about that restaurant over there. I heard they have some awful good cheeseburgers and stuff over there.
7: Yeah, Miss Roxanne, she uh, she makes her own chili. So, uh, we had, you know, like, they serve, you know, hot dogs up the cheeseburgers, the double cheeseburgers, and, uh, we got one called a heart attack burger. And it's a, uh, fried bologna with, uh, a hamburger patty on top of that. And then you can get whatever you want on it lettuce, mater, mayonnaise, chili, uh, onions, you name it. They'll fix it up for you. Yeah. But, so, yeah.
2: And y'all, yeah, they- yep. Y'all also sell racing fuel over there by 55 gallon drums and stuff to most of yes, us, sir. dirt races and stuff.
7: Yeah, we sell VP racing fuel over at the racetrack. So I understand, uh, Mike Greer gives everybody a good deal on these, uh, just VP racing fuel. Cause I, i think seen Alan, you over there every now and then get some fuel. I see Alan drive up on Thursdays or, or Saturday mornings.
2: I'll leave uh, yeah. Matter of fact I might come over today and I might wait till Thursday night. I got to come there get the drum. Go.
7: See, I see. We got he sells V P, he's got he's got two or three different uh, octanes and I know he sells alcohol, all that good stuff. So yeah, he does a good job. My grid does a good job at um promoting the racetrack and and uh and like I said if you, anybody needs any V P racing fuel, even like during the week. You know, you can call Mike Greer or get in touch with him or uh, Daryl Yarborough, and they'll come out there and save you some racing for you.
2: Yeah, old Daryl, I've seen him over there a bunch. He, he laughs and this carries on.
7: Uh, yeah, he's a good fella. Yes, he is. Yep. Yep. But, you know, our, our regular season, like I said, in our first points race is uh, March the 29th. Uh, it pays $2,000 to win in the pro. Uh, pretty... I won't say a thousand dollars in foot break. Uh, don't hold me to it, but you can get on our website and see. But I do, I know we pay 2000 and a, in a uh, trailer check. Everybody gets a trailer check. if They win the race. Uh, so yeah, come on out and join us. I think we got 10 points races this year all together on top of uh, a lot of other stuff we got going on. So yeah, we, we'll have a gaster race probably coming up here. Uh, I'm going to say sometime in April. We have two gasser races every year. He has a lot going on, and like I said, we open every Thursday from 6 to 10. Yeah. If the weather's permitting, we open up.
2: Uh, you was talking about him dragging that rubber down that racetrack. Does he put in kind of a traction compound? I see we're, like he was talking about VP Racing Fuel. They, uh, they make some kind of this track bite stuff that these boys are putting on these dirt tracks now. And I didn't know I if- saw that uh yeah he sprays that track
7: he sprays it Then so what he'll do he'll drag it so many times once he gets so much rubber on it then he's got a uh, uh, uh it's air it's like a these tanks fill with air and then he he pump he sprays that stuff out on the track he's got a mixture between the track bite and alcohol you know it's like a 50 50 mix or a 70 30 mix and uh that's what makes that track sticky that's what he did. He'll spray, uh, spray it right before we start, and then uh, once we, you know, we'll practice on it. And then once we uh, get through practice and get ready to start the first round. He sprays it again. So, oh yeah, uh, I've seen it. Walk people walk out there and pull their shoes off. Actually, pull their shoes off. Whoa! So I saw That's- where NASCAR is using that too. NASCAR is starting to use that in some of their their tracks. Uh, at Bristol, I saw it at Bristol. Uh, a couple more places. They they put it in the turns.
2: Yep. They actually going to put it at Phoenix Raceway this weekend, and uh, actually they talked to the drivers, and they actually going to move it eight foot further down onto the racetrack, so it should make some good racing over at Phoenix this weekend. If you, uh, Okay. If you don't have, if you're uh, not watching drag racing, that is. That's
7: right. <laughs> if you still got time to come on out to Greer, just, you know, like I said, we open 12 to 4, and then I... I I don't think the extended race starts about three thirty four o'clock today. You you can run home and uh, catch the end of that, or if you DVR, it, you can watch it tonight.
2: Yep. The only thing I've seen about these drag cars is they don't have no big number on the side of them like these race cars do. <laughs> no, we don't
1: have
2: no big numbers. A lot of
1: uh, got a lot of names on the side.
7: Yeah, you got. You better remember who they are because you sure ain't gonna remember the number because the numbers are little. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's true. We don't have. My car it's one of them rear engine dragsters, it ain't got a whole lot of room to put a number on it anyway. Yep. I barely get my name on it.
1: Well tell us a little bit about your car.
7: It's uh it's a rear engine dragster. It's uh two hundred and thirty five inch uh five hundred and eighty cubic inches, uh Cook's transmissions over here in Calpins built a transmission. Uh Stacy Hall at a Fulton competition he built a motor and uh, I get to drive it. I I get to pay the bills and I get to drive (laughs) it. I get to have all the fun, you know, but uh, I've been, I've had this car going on seven or eight years now. Um, I've been drag racing 40 years, so this is my, actually my fourth race car and, uh, but I just, I like the dragster. This is my second dragster. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's kind of it seems to be more consistent than a than, than trying to get a door car to. I mean, there's a lot of door cars that are consistent, but these dragsters seem like they just a little more easier to to uh, tinker with.
1: Yeah, and listen, yep. folks, yep. if you want to find out anything else about Greer Dragway, if you just go to Dreer, <clears throat> greerdragway.com, Greerdragway dot com, they've got a really good website, and they've got a couple of phone numbers if you want to get in touch with these guys about getting some racing fuel. You can go to the website and find that out. That's and, right. That's right. And hey, uh, we want to we want to pre- thank you for coming on today. We we love talking to you, and we love helping you promote the Greer Dragway. I appreciate y'all having me.
7: Uh, before I go, I just uh, Bone Belting out of Spartanburg is is my big sponsor. Uh, AMSOIL out of Greenville is my big sponsor, and I got some guys helping me today. Uh, if you need a metal building put up, they out here in my yard right now. It's Patriot Metal Buildings out of Asheboro. So uh, check them guys out. They just put me a big RV uh, on and up, and it looks good. And matter of fact, they're here waiting on me to pay them. So I might <laughs> get off the phone and go pay them and make them happy.
2: And you, you're going to have to win some races to pay them, too.
7: I'm, yeah, I I'm might go back to work. I might go over and see if Mike girl give me a job today, uh, announcing where I can pay for this owning.
1: Well, so it sounds yeah. like a plan to me. Hank, we but appreciate see, I, you. I
7: appreciate you having me. And And, we'll uh, get you back on again soon. That's right. You just call me, and uh, I'll be glad to come into the
1: studio, or we'll talk on the phone. Sounds good. And, folks, that's Hank Guyton from the Greer Dragway. He does the announcing out there, and he also drag races himself. And it's time right now for us to take our second break of the day. And we'll be back with you at the Beacon Drive-In Studios on Fox Spartanburg. This is Start Your Engines.
6: New Year! We're seeing 2020 at Greer Nissan, and the savings are clear. Cars, trucks, SUVs, all your favorite models are on sale with low prices and payments. New Year, new you, new Nissan. And with over 300 to choose from, you've got plenty of options. Drive a new Altima, just $169 a month. Only $169 for a new 2020 Altima. Drive a new road, just $199 a month. Or save up to $8,500 off. Only $199 for a 2020 road. Or save $85 $500 off a new 2019 road, or take the wheel of a rugged new Titan pickup and save up to $14,000 off. That's right, up to $14,000 off a new Titan. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Hurry into Greer Nissan. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at greernissan.com. 64 479 1197 for more details.
9: Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274.
10: Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster and the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott, can help you to develop Design A customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
0: The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live
1: to Nelson now. Good morning. Good morning, Nelson. How are you this morning?
11: I was doing all right.
1: Well, Nelson, you
2: know we missin' missing fella today. We're missing Perry. He's in Florida. So, uh, tell us what's going on out in Phoenix today.
11: Oh, uh, of course, qualifying the afternoon. Uh, the Xfinity race this afternoon. Uh, you know, uh, the racing track was the same. They relocated the start finish line. But, you know, Everything in the infield uh, is amazing. Uh, and the grandstand, uh, Jeff Gordon has helped them. They put up uh, you know, a nice uh, snack area. So, you know, it's almost a new facility.
2: Yep, and everybody don't realize it, but uh, this is going to be the racetrack that we hold our last race of the year out there. It's going to tell us our, who our points champion is. That's absolutely
11: correct.
2: Whereas, uh, whereas last year we only went to Miami one time, and that was for the points championship.
11: Right. Well, you know, Miami's coming up pretty soon this year. Uh, but, you know, uh, some other news Jimmy Johnson tested a Formula One car this week. Uh, Tony Stewart's going to run uh, the Xfinity race at the Rose Force uh, at Indy. Uh, they told it now, instead of having speed weeks, it's going to be speed week. The crash will be run on the road for us.
2: Also, heard something about one lug nut next year. Can you give us a little bit more on that?
11: Right. Uh, were, as you mentioned earlier, it's going to be an 18-inch uh, you know, aluminum wheel. And when they did the testing on it, uh, the wheel fractured around the lug nuts. So there's... Well, we'll just go to one single lug nut and that'll only the problem.
1: Right. Okay, so, and, and going to one lug nut is going to change the complete face of pit stops now?
11: No, not really. It's going to make the uh, change from one tire about three-tenths of a second quicker. From that, uh, if you watch on TV, you'll see a larger impasse range, but, uh, you know, there's not going to be much difference
2: yeah i've I've noticed that in my brother's racing they've only got one load and that and you hardly ever hear of them saying it's loose it's either tight or it's it's you know it wheel. Right. Comes, yeah, the wheel comes off it either is or it ain't yes, right,
1: well you know depending what the uh
11: engine weight is of the new car uh you know whether well, it're going to have to dirty durability problems at some of the drafts like Bristol. Now, that's going
2: to be hard to second. Also seen out there, this is going to be our last race out there on that west coast, so our boys going to be coming back home, or say back home, back over here on this east coast, but I see where they've took a lot of that spoiler away from them.
11: Right. Uh, two and a half inch spoiler this week, instead of the eight inch spoiler, 750 horsepower. Uh, the tires are stickier, but they're going to wear more.
2: Okay. Uh, did you watch any of the practice session yesterday?
11: Yes, I did.
2: Chase Elliott looked like he had an awful good car out there.
11: Well, on the short run, he did. Uh, you know, uh, long runs, uh, you know, Harvick and Keselowski seem to be the best.
2: Yep. I uh, noticed a lot of these boys are kind of swapping a little bit of sponsorships around, stuff like that. I kept on looking for the 18 car, and it's a totally different color. Uh, it's actually uh white and red, something like that.
11: Yeah, well, you know, as the sponsorships start costing more and more money, uh, they've got to have multiple sponsorships uh, you know, for the car over the season, and... Uh, Joe, you know, every sponsor you know, wants to have a
2: distinctive look. Yep. Uh, they also actually had a race at Phoenix last night. That was in the Arca series. Did you get Did you get a chance to watch it?
1: I think we lost him. Are you still with us, Nelson? All right, I'll give him a call right okay, back. You, but, and you can introduce but, our new guest in the studio. Okay, uh, i lot like to
2: welcome my daughter, Jada Tesner, to the show today. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Thanks but, for uh, having me. Uh, uh, She's going to give us a little bit on the dirt racing a little bit later on in the show, whenever we get up on the 11 o'clock hour. But I was asking Nelson a little bit last night, uh, watched the ARCA race out at Phoenix, and uh, actually it was uh, first place was Chandler Smith in the 20 car of Bill Venturini. But uh talk was that Ty Gibbs, grandson of uh, Coach Joe Gibbs, he actually led 122 laps, but he did not win. And kind of interviewed him a little bit after the race. And he had to bite his tongue just a little bit, but uh, still had a good showing out there. The bull was, you know, learning a lot, but got down to a last... Uh, Race restart, and somehow another, that 20 car stood on that outside, and he got that run, and he kind of won that race and took it away from Ty Gibbs. Second place in that race was Michael Seff. He was the Daytona winner. Uh, Fourth place was Tanner Gray, which used to drag race, but now he's in the round track racing. Also had a boy in
1: there, 15-year-old Jesse Love, 15 years old. Uh, Okay, we got Nelson back with us. Okay. Thanks to the, the the specialties of science.
2: Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you have a breakdown like that, don't we, Nelson? That's right. Uh, also, see where they putting in the traction compound, moving it down the racetrack,
11: eight more foot. You know, too many people were getting up uh, into it, uh, and it was upsetting the car enough they were getting into the wall. So by moving it down, it should make it more stable.
9: All right.
2: Uh, who's uh, who you think it's going to be fast today in that X Xfinity race uh
11: uh-huh.
2: it's hard to say but you know those ships cars seem to be uh, the fast in the field as usable Toyotas you you going them toyotas again they uh, so yep they're gonna to start today at one o'clock out there uh also talking about uh, a little bit about the last three races that we actually had We've had uh, three different winners, three different makers of cars. We had Denny Hamlin at Daytona. We had uh, in a Toyota. We had uh, Joy Logano in the Ford. And then uh, last week, we had Alex Bowman in the Chevrolet. Yeah,
11: so quite a bit of parity. But, you know, this week with a different setup, uh, you know, with a smaller spoiler, the more horsepower, different tires, it's going to be interesting.
9: Right. Listen,
1: last week with the 88 car, we were talking earlier about just how he pulled away from everybody. Do you know if there is a reason, a quantifiable reason for that, or was it just his day?
11: You've got to remember, uh, with the tires uh, wearing, it all depends on where you make your pitch stop, how hard you have to run it. But, you know, whoever got out first... The advantage.
1: Well, that's uh. had that that... to do with clean air?
11: Absolutely. Well, that's you know, uh,
2: uh. I mentioned to uh, Harvest.
11: Them. Go ahead. Harvest said if I can get out first, you know, I can hold them off, but you know, uh, I cannot uh, go past them.
2: Well, that's the way the. I was telling a little bit earlier about the Stenhouse. Somehow, or another, his car got bent from inspection up to Pitt Road. I don't know, you know, everybody talks about this aerodynamics and stuff. And these boys have got this aerodynamic kind of pretty well down pat where they can put one little piece of tape. And if they put too much tape on that front end, it runs hot. But if uh, they don't put enough, it's hard to say that one little piece of tape is only about two inches wide. Three inches long makes that much difference, but it will
11: well it makes a difference aerodynamically, plus there was a lot of trash on the track last week, and you know somebody get a hot dog grapple or some something similar on it uh car starts to overheat, and they' have to find another car that they could get up behind uh where the vacuum would pull it off uh you know otherwise they'd have to come and pit. Yeah,
2: I think I seen that with Ryan Blaney. He pulled up behind a slow car last week and kind of cleaned his grill off for him. That's right. Uh, let's go ahead and get our picks in for next week.
1: Okay. Well, I got a text last night from Perry. He wanted to go ahead and get his pick in quickly before I gave him a loser, and uh, he picked Chase Elliott for the uh, for his pick.
2: Okay. How about you, Nelson? Who you gonna pick this week?
11: Toss up between Harvick and Kessler. but I think I'll try Harvey. Both of them on thirty lap runs. Uh you know, were faster than anybody.
2: Greg done stepped out, so we're gonna give Greg twenty one car again? I guess we will.
1: <laughs> so uh, And
2: listen, that, that's not a bad pick this No, it's not. He uh he's he's stepping up to the plate.
1: Well, I'm I'm gonna stick with with the
2: eighty-eight for myself. Okay, I think I'll take the twenty-two car,
1: Joy Logano. No. Nope. Okay, and and for our, our special guest picker,
12: yes. Oh goodness! <laughs> um,
1: Did I catch you off guard?
12: No, I'll go with Keslowski.
2: <laughs> oh, she's going with a Ford too.
1: Okay, so now we we're gonna get interesting. This this, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Yes, it is. Nelson, is there anything else going on that we hadn't touched on that you might have heard of?
11: Oh, I think we've uh, hit on most of it. Let me check my list to be sure.
1: Okay, well, while you're checking, let me ask you this. With the possibility, well, not with the possibility, but with the likelihood that we're going to one lug nut next year, do you think there may be a chance that they will ever go to an on-board jack like with the Indy cars? Uh, they said
11: definitely
1: not. They're still going with old pit road floor jack. Yep.
2: Which pit road floor jacks are not the pit road floor jacks everybody <laughs> thinks they,
1: <are. laughs> they are. They are. They ab- are actually very well designed pieces of machinery. Yes, they are. All right.
2: Next, yeah. uh, we're going after we leave Phoenix, we're gonna come back to Atlanta next
11: week
13: for the
2: truck I'll, series.
11: I'll- yeah, you know, the truck series is going to be interesting with that, uh, you know, $100,000 bounty uh, if one of the cup regulars who are entered can these Kyle Bush.
1: There you go. Now say that again, Nelson.
11: Okay. If you're a cup regular who's entered in the truck race and you beat Kyle Bush, there's a $100,000 bounty to you.
1: Wow. That's pretty good.
11: Yeah, Harvard put up fifty thousand and uh and World put up the other fifty.
2: I think I'll have to get me a truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that's pretty cool. I you know we don't see any of that much anymore.
11: No, and uh you know, you don't have to win, you just have to finish in front of Kyle and you cannot take them out.
2: Oh wow. Well, that's easy. We'd get Ron Hornaday back in here.
11: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's no fun not being able to take him out.
11: Right. But uh, it'll add some excitement to it.
1: I think it will. I, 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 now I want to watch the truck race. Yes,
2: it will. Oh. It, it'll be on next Friday night, I think, from Atlanta Motor Speedway.
11: Yeah, I took a lot of people to, uh tuning in. Yep. Uh... Like and one more thing uh you know uh byron crashed uh uh 20, uh two thousand twenty one test car uh, at Phoenix. so they had to pack it up and take it home that was a nice uh test with the car that have spell dang
1: well and i i know i'm saying something again but again that's not something we hear a lot of is Having to pack up and go home.
11: Well, yeah, that was the NASCAR test car, and they had to pack it up, and uh, they said that they got most of what they wanted out of the test, and, you know, they want to see how it held up, uh, you know, what they've got to make stronger, uh, you know, for the future next year. Okay,
2: well,
1: that makes sense.
2: I also heard a rumor this week of somebody trying to buy somebody else's charter. Have you heard anything well, about that?
11: Not specifically, but, uh, you know, there's a couple of teams that, you know, are trying to do that. There's a couple of, uh, you know, want to get the money and you just get out or, uh, you will know, just put the money back and uh, run in parts of the team. No. It just sort of means a lot to you.
1: Okay. Well, did you hear us say that uh Perry has gone on a road trip with his daughter?
11: Louis was uh not there, but I didn't know what he was doing.
1: Yeah, he's he's taking a road trip to see grandma in Florida. And I told I told the folks earlier that I I thought he was very lucky to have a, a college age daughter that still wants to take a road
11: trip with him. Oh, no question about it.
2: Did you say road trip? I think they flew. Well,
11: yeah. <laughs> There's a difference there. Yeah. there. There is a difference
2: in flying and road trip.
11: Well, unless you go to Southern Florida, it's just as quick to drive from uh, where you are, you know, the Daytona area.
2: Yep. And I know you've seen uh, the news yesterday where Ryan Newman was at the racetrack already.
11: Right. Well, he's not ready to get back in the race car, but... Uh,
2: His best comment was, I'm proud to be alive. Yes. Well, he's helped improve that race car a lot as far as putting that extra bar up in front of that windshield and stuff. No no question
11: about it. It saved his life.
2: Yes, it did. And I guess with uh, NASCAR going to take that car apart up there in, in Charlotte, that they will actually make some more improvements to them race cars. Right. Well, that's
11: the one thing. Over the years, NASCAR has been very proactive. Uh. Any time a car crashes, they take it back to the R&D center, and okay, what can we do to make it better?
2: So, you know, you know, whenever you go to a place like Daytona, that you actually need some more bars in that race car, and some racetracks like Martinsville, that you might not need them bars. Do you think they'll ever get to that point of saying, okay, at this racetrack, we're going to have this many bars. At this racetrack, we will not make you mandate that bar.
11: No, with the new car uh, for next year, the car will be the same regardless of what track you go to.
2: Okay, so... Uh,
11: as because of- you can only have like six cars, I believe, for the whole year. So they've all got to be the same and, you know, go back to like it used to be. spring, shocks, way bar, um, that's all you can change.
2: Well, I know some drivers that use up six cars in six races. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: well. well, Nelson, if you Zero. were if you were deemed the the king of all things racing and in NASCAR, if you had the ability to wave your hand and make a change, what would you do? Well, as far as the safety of the car, one go back to
11: street cars. Uh, body wise uh, but on the other, flip side of the coin going to these standard, uh, standardized plastic composite bodies uh, is going to make it where it's going to take a lot of innovation out you know, people make making little body switch and things like that
1: well that's something that we have really kind of advocated through the history of this show is to to have them look more like the car you're going to get in the showroom
11: Right, well supposedly the new car will look more like the showroom car, but it's only look uh the only thing that uh is full stock anymore is a Ford nine inch center section in the rear. And that'll go away next year as well.
2: Okay. So what what kind of rearing are they actually going to, Nelson?
11: Um it's going to be a sports car type rear. You know, independent suspension.
2: I don't know what the center section is going to be. Okay, so each each side will have like a its own independent dry shaft or something like that? Like some cars you do? Know, that's
11: what I understand. Have uh, A
2: half shaft on either side. Half shaft on either side. And I think that's one reason they might be going to that one lug nut. Because I think that half shaft actually turns two. I mean, the... Whole hub and
11: everything. Mhm. Yeah, that may
2: well be. All right. Like, so uh, we, got, we got about two, we got about two more minutes to go here, Nelson. Uh, like I said, uh, anything else as far as coming to Atlanta? Do you have you heard anything as far as
11: Atlanta Speedway? N- no, just the truck show is probably the biggest thing. Uh, It will be
1: interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing it, and and I'm going to follow that bounty, too.
11: Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of people are.
1: Have you heard anybody specifically that may go to the truck race that hasn't been there? Uh,
11: You mean spectator-wise?
1: No, uh, as another driver.
11: Oh, I think there are like five Cup drivers, Chase Elliott being one of them. Uh, you
1: know, that's energy to try to get the bounty. Okay, well, I, I can see Chase having a good opportunity to do that. He's he's quickly becoming a good wheelman. man.
11: Oh, he is definitely. And, you know,
1: a lot of being his home track, uh, that's great. All right, Nelson, well, listen, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate all your insights and the fact that you're willing to every Saturday morning take your time out of your busy schedule to come talk to us.
11: I was well, trying to promote
1: the sport. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate everything you do.
11: Very good. And I
1: appreciate you having me. And we'll talk to you next week. All right.
11: Talk oh. to you next week, Nelson.
1: All right. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Now, that was Nelson Crozier. Who is that? He's the smartest man I know. So I had to fill in for period there. You did. <laughs> <laughs> but he listen, I have sat and listened to him talk knowledgeably about so many different subjects with race cars. His dad was a fighter pilot. He can talk to you about that. His lug nut designs, anything. I wonder if he's going to come up with, a, I should have asked him if he's going to come up with a, a new lug nut design for the one lug nut that they're going to have. Well, I was there at NASCAR almost 40 years ago and he was there. Well, we're going to take the top of the hour break. We'll see you after. We are-
0: Your home for bump and run weekday mornings at 7 is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3.
8: Franks for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Franks for the Memories? Because Hot Dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Franks for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Franks for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Brinks for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday.
5: service visit speedy lube asheville highway in inman
10: throughout your life you've worked hard to accumulate assets To build wealth and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster and the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs. By calling 864 585 8282. That's 864 585 8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
4: High school basketball
5: season is here in Spartanburg County, and we're going to cover it like nobody else. Hi, this is Taylor Travis, and join me and Matt Castillo each Friday night after the games are overs or fouled out, presented by Phillips and Law and Chesney. We'll take a look at all the games that happen in our listing area the past week and keep you updated on all the standings and the chase from the playoffs. So join me, Taylor Travis, and Matt Castillo on Friday nights following high school basketball until 11 o'clock for Fouled Out, presented by Phillips and Long and Fuel of Chesney right here on Fox Sports 1400 and
0: 98.3 FM. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
14: Gentlemen, start your ring. <laughs>
0: Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood.
2: Well, welcome back to Fox Sports Spartanburg. Uh, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the second hour here of the show, and we're going to start into a little bit of this dirt racing that we got going cool. on. Cool. Yep, yeah. it's cool outside. Yeah, it's cold it outside. <laughs> Let's start off on the second hour. We've got a two-time winner over here at Cherokee Speedway
12: named Ricky Green. Now, wait a minute, Dad. That's two times so far for the 2020 season. Two-time winner. Let's, let's, yeah, back to back.
2: Back to back this year.
12: I can't count how many wins this gentleman has already had in his racing career. So, let's. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But, Ricky, are you on the line with us? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, well, you've started off twenty twenty, certainly um, very successful. Um love to see the eighteen in Victory Lane last week for the Ginger Ginger Owens Memorial March Madness. Um tell us about the race.
13: Yeah, it's uh it's pretty good to start the year like this. That's I <laughs> I wasn't even um I, I didn't even really plan on going to those two races and uh, cause we're, we got this Cochran race coming up next weekend and we're locked in it. So I really didn't want to go and chance, you know, any wear and tear on my stuff or tear anything up. And, uh, the guy at ProFab talked me into going two weeks ago and then my sponsor said if we won that week, we had to come March Madness and March Madness is always one of my favorite races. Uh, you know, when the track gets dry and black,
12: mm-hmm. I
13: gotta slow down a little bit to go faster and it kind of suits my style and, uh, We had a really good car both weeks, an even better car this week, and uh, (laughs) nothing fell off like it did the first week, so (laughs) we were able to uh, have a good finish and start the year two for two.
12: Absolutely. Well, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, I know that uh, you guys are living in North Carolina, and um, if anybody has seen Ricky Green around the racetrack, um, his wife is very supportive, Ashley, and you will always see Luke running around. Um, so, tell tell the listeners a little bit about yourself.
13: Yeah, that's what, uh, me and my wife actually met at Cherokee, which is, you know, it's kind of funny. I guess the place your mama warned you about. <laughs> she didn't really warn me, I guess. <laughs> uh, she used to race, and she ran Young Guns, we ran Young Guns together, and she ran asphalt trucks, and I think she was the first ever woman at and at Cherokee Speedway to win in limited sportsman division so she's probably she's probably just as good as me uh, <laughs> probably a good thing we don't race together now so she'd probably <laughs> make me look bad um, but yeah we I started in Young Guns and uh, I think i raced Young Guns 2009 2010 and was old enough and had to move up and move straight to the crate sportsman stuff and raced it and limited sportsman and now we're just kind of traveling, traveling more uh, to these big races out of town in Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and stuff, and and uh, we hope to do some more traveling this year. And
10: Absolutely, it's a, lot, it's a
13: lot of fun to be able to go out of town and, and see all the talent that's out there. I mean, we have a, an immense amount of talent around here, uh, but there's also a lot of talented guys, you know, throughout the southeast, and it's fun to race with those guys.
12: Now, whenever you mention going out of town, is that for the races that are particularly in the crate racing USA street stock division? Um or are you running other classes?
13: No, it's the it's it's the crate racing USA street stock stuff. I think it was okay. during Slane, yes. formerly Neesmith. <laughs> it's uh in in uh, I would say Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, you know, they all kinda of follow this that one rule set and I think they have the Mississippi Street Stock Series, which is kind of a series, but they follow the same rules. So it kind of gives all those guys the same, you know, same set of rules to run by, and they can kind of travel around. and And I think it's it's venturing this way, uh, you know, Fayetteville picking up uh, Cherokee this year, and I think the Mid East Street Stock Series, is, you know, um, has some of those rules integrated. So it's good to see. It, it's definitely. I've always been a big advocate for. A, the same rules where you can go, you're not stuck to... I think in the past, tracks kind of keep you, you know, with a rules specific to that track. and You can't really travel around. And There's nothing wrong with uh, every Saturday night going to the same place, but, you know, there's a lot of... I like to go to a lot of di- these different racetracks. There's a lot of nice facilities there. There's a lot of nice facilities here and the traveling stuff. It's fun. Uh, it's always great to go home to Cherokee, though.
12: Absolutely. Now, are you guys... Uh, loaded up today headed anywhere or are you saving the car for next weekend
13: no we're actually uh we're actually turning it around um right now to go to cochran so we're working on it okay uh dad's demounting our tires ashley's working on the uh checking the checking some valve springs for us and i was uh just going over everything making sure, making sure everything looks like it's supposed to and nothing's Nothing's out of out of out of whack, or uh, you know, about to fall off. <laughs>
12: <laughs> well, hopefully, everything will stay intact.
13: Okay, well, let me take
1: you back in time a little bit, Ricky. When did you first get involved in racing, and do you still remember that feeling you had when you won your first race?
13: Oh yeah, yeah. I started. My my dad raced, uh, you know, early or late nineteen nineties, uh, early two thousands, and so I started racing. i was old enough in 2008 i think my first race was my first win was in 09 and i I still remember it like it was yesterday you never forget that first one uh and uh (laughs) they're not they're not easy to come by so you know it's always i always try to you know be thankful for for when we do get to win or run good i mean it's hard enough to win but it's even you know it's if you can continuously run good which we we've been fortunate enough to it's it's always good, but yeah, I remember that first one like it was yesterday. Well, where was it? Cherokee Speedway.
12: Cherokee Speedway.
13: Yep. Now is that where your dad raced too? Yeah, he he raced some at Cherokee on the I think his first two races were at, on the big half mile. And uh then we started racing he started racing at East Lincoln, and East Lincoln changed owners and he started racing at Chester. Uh and then Chester was closing down, and then we started racing at Cherokee, and about that time it was all, you know, it was time for me to start driving, so, as soon as I started driving, he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't race and me drive at the same time, uh, but I, 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 get, I used to get more nervous watching him drive than I do <laughs> oh, <yeah>. myself, <laughs> you know, well, than now, I do on race day.
1: What did Mom think when you first started talking about wanting to drive?
13: I mean, she was, she was nervous, but she, uh, she always supported me and was glad that you know I had a hobby to do and kept me out of trouble. <laughs> I was from, <laughs> she always knew where I was on the weekends and uh, that's what that's that's all we ever did. We'd go to the shop early on Saturday morning, work work on the car, and then go to the racetrack. And by the time Sunday rolled around, I was hanging out, <laughs> chilling, or washing the race cars. I wasn't I wasn't out running around with with all my friends raising cane.
1: Well, what do your friends think about your racing career?
13: Oh, I think it's awesome. They, uh, actually, um, I, I still keep in touch with some of them, but, you know, they they always thought it was pretty cool, but, uh made a lot of friends inside of racing and my buddy Tyler Love, he finished second over there this weekend and went and helped him last night on his car and, uh. That's, that's the one good thing about racing. You can always, you know, you make some of the best friends uh, through racing.
12: I, I will concur with that. Um, Ronnie, whenever we go up to Charlotte, um, the weekend is not complete unless you stop by Ricky Green's trailer for some <laughs> of their food. Because it is the best around the racetrack. And um, you're going to find every everyone from a different team over there. Um, just good fellowship great food and um just always hospitable and willing to help a hand um whether it's on the track off the track um you really can't say enough um good things about ricky green his team and his family um ricky as far as the um crate racing usa uh, how how far off are you guys planning to travel this year
13: I think the furthest we'll travel is probably. I think the furthest one we go to. We're going to go to Magnolia, but they kind of changed uh, their 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 purse and structure oh. this year, so I don't think we were going to go there. Uh, but we have been there. I think the furthest one is probably why not in Magnolia. It's probably eight nine hours. Um, there's some in Tennessee. It's just you know it's hard to, to plan for those and get everything together. We kind of just try to hit the big ones. Right. Um, but our furthest we went. for the Crate Racing USA stuff probably Magnolia or uh,
12: Why Not Um, Now as far as um, racing on the track who would you say um, whenever you get onto the track and and you see the field of cars that's with you and the drivers who's that one driver out there right now that if there is one that you say I I really want to beat him today
13: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, uh it probably has to be Mitchell. You know, when whenever he shows up with the racetrack he knows he's he's probably gonna win. If he doesn't win, you know, something probably went wrong and if you can beat him you you've done something right. Uh you know, it's he's he's always a tough competitor and he's been racing longer than I've been alive and the same, you know, stock body stuff so he knows he's like his, the back of his hand and right. when he shows up, you know you better have something something ready for him and if you can beat him you've you've done something
12: absolutely
2: you hardly ever see a car fall off the racetrack yeah
13: he never yeah he never has any dns (laughs) he never has any you know he's he's constantly working on his race car and he 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 knows it's especially hard to beat a Cherokee because you know he's that's where he grew up
12: right been racing there for like you said longer than you and i have been alive <laughs> um as far as um sponsors um you know team owners tell us a little bit um about this year
13: yeah uh well me and my dad this year i'm I'm back running my own stuff again uh me and my dad work on them in our little shop here and- yeah my father-in-law gill race Stars, he does all my bodies and stuff and keeps everything looking good and he's always when i when i tear something up i go wow i don't know how i'm gonna fix that he always knows exactly how to beat it out and it looks good it, it looks <laughs> as good as it did when i raced it and uh of course my wife huge support she's always there for me with you know anytime i need anything uh this year we've actually you know we've we've worked with ProFab. uh headers in concord north carolina on a new set of street stock headers and uh partnering with them this year uh johnny rogers motorsports huge help i couldn't do it without him mike's body shop uh mullus automotive and towing bob park my transmission rear end driveline guy i've never knocked on wood had any failures gear failures transmission failures or rear end failures um he always takes care of us and keeps us going. Uh, Bradley's Auto Parts here in Indian Trail—they're a little mom, one of the last mom and pop, you know, uh, parts places where you can go into, and they don't ask you year, make, and model, and <laughs> you know if it has air conditioning. And <laughs> they're uh, Mike and Jim are—they're they're two one of the two of uh, the good ones. Um, Sri Dirt and Drag in Denver—they always keep me stocked up, you know, whatever I need.
2: Uh Yep. Our, I know
13: I'm probably leaving if I'm out.
2: Yep, for our listeners that don't understand, we don't have backup cars in our trailers. So once you travel for eight or nine hours, you've got one car. Yep. And if you wreck it or something in the heat race, nine times out of ten, sometimes if you ain't got that part and trailer, you're out for the whole you know, you're coming back home.
13: Yeah, and that's when we travel to these races. I <laughs> We got a 28-foot enclosed trailer, and it's got it's got every part in there, you know, besides a motor, <laughs> uh, to fix the race car with, and that's one thing we, we, we got to keep stocked up when we go to these out-of-town races. Is sometimes you don't know if they're going to have a parts trailer there or not, you know, and they may not have the part you need, so I try to keep one or two of everything in the trailer, especially, I've got two cars, and... Uh, when we go to these out of town races I take my buddy, uh, Ben Watkins with me and uh we're both <laughs> we're both hard on stuff. Um, <laughs> sometimes him more than I <laughs> we put a new body on it uh on his this year to go there and uh he got to race and and they did the uh alphabet soup there at the Street Stock Nationals and uh like uh, I think we I think we had D-Mains, C mains D-Mains, and you had to keep racing your way through. And I think in the C-Main, <laughs> he got together from cars and went on top of one and came down. The car was still running, so he kept going. Mm. I pulled in. I think I finished second in the C-Main to move me to the B-Main, and he finished tenth. And uh, we pulled in. Dad said, don't look at your car. <laughs> I said, oh, that can't be good. <laughs> I went over, in the and in the, in the bottom of the door is almost touching the top of the door. <laughs> uh... But uh, Ben and his daddy, Ed, the next day, we got out there, and Ed, he's the man with sheet metal, and he he beat it all back down and got the bar straightened out, and the track owner has a little shop there. We went up there, used his welder, welded the bar back on, and it looked good as new.
12: I'm sure it did. And I think the question Ronnie always asks uh, our drivers, if there's one track that you want to win at, where and... uh, where would that be? Uh,
13: <laughs> the history, you know, of Cherokee is it goes way back, and and I'm I'm very fortunate. I, my goal was at one time to win in every division at Cherokee, and that's that's really hard because you know you got to win front drive, stock four, a lot of Right. I've won in just about every stock body class over there, um, but I say if I could win it one, I've won it. I've won. At all of them around here, if I could, if I could go out of town and win one, you know, why not? At the Street Stock Nationals, we had two years ago, we had 133 cars, and this year we had 97. If I could win there, that'd probably, that'd probably be pretty cool.
12: And you're headed there again this year?
13: Yep, it's in. I think it's the second weekend in August. Uh, It'll be Street Stock Nationals again, and they changed the structure back like they had it two years ago. So I think. We're going to have, you know, over a hundred plus cars. And, and it's, I've never been to the, uh, Boone National or Super Nationals. I think it is out in Boone and, the, you know, where they race all week. And I think they have and a crazy amount of cars. But when you go to Why Not and it's a hundred street stocks and they have another class called factory stock, and they have a hundred of those, it's ridiculous, you know, to see that many stock body cars there for two classes. It's, it's, it's a sight to see. It's pretty awesome probably that's, that's just hard so to imagine wide.
12: it's probably some of the yeah. best of the best too
13: oh yeah well and what's what's really cool about why not is they started three wide yes <laughs> so we started 36 cars three wide and i think our first caution was like lap 18 so wow was, yeah and i started <laughs> i started 20th so i was right there in the middle well
12: we certainly wish you the best this season ricky um always enjoy seeing you and your family at the track and we appreciate you coming on online with us this morning
13: absolutely thank you guys for having
12: me absolutely that was ricky green driver of the 18 with the crate racing usa division um we wish him and his family and team the best as the uh, 2020 season continues
1: sounds like that you've put him in the the friend category other than racing
12: absolutely like he said um you know, you have your family and friends at, at home, but dirt track racing has a whole nother division of, of uh, dirt racing family and friends. And, you know, like I said, they're always there when you need them at the track. And, um, I mean, it I was just yesterday we were at Ashley and Ricky's baby shower. So, yes, we, uh, we certainly have developed friendships over the years.
1: Okay, we'll take this opportunity to take our next break. We'll be back right after this talk's more dirt racing or anything else that, that comes to mind. And we're coming to you from the Beacon Drive-In studios at Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start your
0: engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Wouldn't it be nice if road trips were easy? Anyone need to go to the bathroom? Nope.
6: I went before we left. Hey, you in the sedan? Smooth merge.
5: At McDonald's, we're making things easy. Introducing the Savers Menu. Simply choose from the sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, sausage McMuffin, or medium premium roast coffee, and get another for a buck during breakfast hours. Easy time only. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Breakfast hours vary by location. Excludes iced coffee.
9: Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com.
4: When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty.
0: The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Open Mike Daily is now in its second decade talking sports in Spartanburg. Hi, anyone there? How do we explain our longevity? <laughs> Clean living, for one. A keen grasp of reality. We cover Spartanburg and Spartanburg County first. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Fox Sports 1400 and FM.
1: Talking to Ricky Green seems like a good guy, yes, it
2: was. Uh, also got some results from uh last week over there at Cherokee Speedway. That was the Ginger and March Madness, that was a big two day event over there at Cherokee Speedway. Uh, here's some of our results over there. Office two day, day one run what you brung. First place went to Roger Hamrick, second place went to Dennis Williams, third place went to Luke Edison. In the Extreme 4 Division, first place went to Jonathan Surratt. Second place went to Travis Lankford. Third place went to Willie Fowler. In the Young Guns, first place went to Curtis Bishop. Second place went to Hannah Wall. Third place went to Brian Linsley. In the uh, S-E-L-L-M, that's the late model division. I think that's the 604 late model division or 525, uh, I'll have to check on that and see, but first place went to Dylan Brown. Second place went to Brian Mullis. Third place went to Drew Collins. And the Pure Stock Division. We run Pure Stocks over there at Cherokee Speedway. Uh, First place went to Showtime, Nathan Pierce. Second place went to Kevin Nations. Third place went to Will McGrew. And the 602 Late Models. First place went to Dale Timms. Second place went to Lee Gray. Third place went to Blake Pryor. Now, we're going to go over here to day two, which was on Sunday afternoon. In the crate Racing in USA, our last interview was Ricky Green. He won that second race over there. So, good job for Ricky Green. Second place went to Tyler Love. Third place went to Caleb McLaughlin. In the stock four division, first place went to Travis Mosley. Second place went to Cody Ursley. Third place went to Braden Pruitt. In the CRUSA, late models. First place went to Brian Mullis. Second place went to Leighton Sullivan. Third place went to Mark Green. Okay, now we're going to get down to our big main event. $12,000 to win. First place went to Dale McDowell. Second place went to Michael Brown. Third place went to Jonathan Davenport. Fourth place went to Casey Roberts. And fifth place was Chris Madden. In the Thunder Bomber division, first place Bringing his car back out of the closet was Steve Green. Second place was Grant Parr. Third place was Shane McDaniels. Also, uh, that was a t- one-day event for the Super Late Malls. Actually, they went down to Modoc Speedway on Saturday night. Modoc was down there next to uh, what I call Clark Hill. It's actually McCormick, South Carolina. Uh, Chris Madden actually won the Super Late Mall division down there at Modoc. Good for Chris. Good for Chris. Good for Chris. Also, uh, Cherokee Speedway is going to take this weekend off, so uh, I think they have already canceled all racing at Harris Speedway. Yes. Harris has been trying to race up. I'm going to turn it over to Jada here for a little bit of update on some more racing going around.
12: Yeah, unfortunately, um, Harris Speedway did cancel for tonight's race. Um, they've been working non-stop um, to get Uh, the track uh, surface ready but unfortunately as everybody knows the rain has just been nonstop. so um they they,
1: you know i didn't realize that we had a monsoon season but it looks like we're in the middle of it
12: we absolutely are um i'm ready for a few days of rain i mean of sunshine i'm used to saying rain that's bad isn't it um we do have Livonia Speedway running. Um, I know a, a few local um, drivers are, are headed down there this morning. Um, it was—it's actually a two-day event. Um, they're calling it the Spring Natty. Um, tonight is uh, front-wheel drive 602 Chargers, stock eight modified street 602 Thunder Series, and the southeastern late models. Um, the gates are already open. Opened at uh, ten o'clock. Says that racing starts at one. So uh, you may you may get down there if you leave now um, in time. Um, certainly wish our local drivers the best down there. Um, actually, let me take that back. That was Sunday's lineup. It's actually a Saturday Sunday show. So, today is Modified Street, Stock 8, 602, Late Models, Young Guns, Mid-East Modifieds, and MMSA Stock 4. Um, so, you may could go down uh, tonight, get a hotel, and, and watch some more racing tomorrow. Um, at Lancaster Motor Speedway, um, they are doing the Red Rose Rumble, sponsored by Pepsi. Um, they actually have a two-day show and that's where the Friday night came in. They raced last night, and um, a race uh tonight, Super Late Models, um, 5,000 to win. Fast Track Late Model is 1,200 to win. Uh, crate Racing USA, Thunder Bomber, 1,000 to win. Renegade, 800. Crate Sportsman, 800. And Extreme 4 is 500. Um, drivers' Meeting starts at 515. Hot Laps start at 530, and as we know, as soon as they get that track rolled in with hot laps, they will let the green flag drop and we'll have some racing. Stands are $20 to get in. Pits are $35. Um, last night, they um, were able to run. Stream 4 winner was David Laney. The uh, Fast Track Late Model winner went to downtown Michael Brown. The Vintage winner was Johnny Starkey. And the Young Gun winner... Uh, Went to Jacob Hayes. Pure Stock went to Adam Bowers. So, congratulations uh, to all those gentlemen on a great job. Um, Next weekend, we have uh, open practice, I guess you could say, at Traveler's Rest Speedway. Gates open at 5 o'clock. Practice starts at 6.30 to 9.30. Pits are $15.00. I'm not sure if the grandstands will be open. They, they've not released that information yet. Um, and then they go to their opening night. So opening night will be next Saturday at uh, Traveler's Rest. It will be a Thunder Bomber shootout for $1,000 to win. Gates open at 4 o'clock. Drivers meeting at 6. Hot laps, 6.30. Will be Carolina Driveline Rookies. Uh, Renegade 8 at Stream 4. Pure Stock, Limited Sportsman, and Crate Sportsman, along with the Thunder Bombers. Dad's perking up over here. Just calm down a little bit. (laughs) $25 for the pits and $13 for the stands. As always, kids four um, to 10, the pits are $5, and kids 10 and under will get to uh, be in the stands for free. Also, next weekend, there is a uh, big two day race at Carolina Speedway right up the road um, in Gastonia. Um, So it will, I I guess, technically, it's Carolina's big opening race. Um, You know, the the tracks do a really good job of of all working together, especially in the beginning. Whenever one has a big race, that track takes off um, to allow the fans and and drivers and teams uh, make their way um, to support all the local dirt tracks because, we all know that we have to support our, our local dirt tracks to keep them up and running, and it takes the drivers and the fans both. So, Carolina, next Friday and Saturday, they are doing the Scholar Troll Memorial. Uh, next Friday night, driver's meetings at 7 o'clock. They will feature Sika Sportsman, Pro 4, Thunder Bombers, Hornets, Pure Stock, Lightning Late Models. Um, they will go to... Uh, heats, they are running heat races, and then they'll have an intermission and uh, go straight into their um, main events, which is uh, 600 to win Sportsman, 500 for pray 4 500 for Thunder Bomber, Thunder Bomber, 400 for Pure Stock, 800 for Lightning Late Model, and um, says on here that there's a pole race, eight laps, 300 to win, so I'm, I'm not sure information on that. Saturday, uh, Super Sportsman, Mideast Mods, MMSA, Carolina Clash, Thunder Bombers, and Hornets uh, for next Saturday. The um, driver's meetings at 6 o'clock, hot laps at 620. And um, they have advertised that um, Carolina Clash will be on the track as close to 1030 as possible. I think uh, that Speedway does a very good job of getting in their races. I don't, I don't think that they have any lollygallon as far as waiting <laughs> on drivers. If you're, if you're there and staging, that's great. If you're not, they're, they're moving the show on without you. So um, I know that they're looking for a big turnout next weekend. And I, I think most of our, our drivers will probably go support um, the Scholar Troll Memorial. Um, it'll, be, it'll be a fun time.
1: Are we gonna get to go?
12: Well, Dad, we we'll have to discuss that (laughs) at a later time. But I—that's
1: like that means, Dad, don't put me on the spot on the radio.
12: Well, I I don't foresee any problems. The question is, are you going to be ready for us to go?
1: Oh yeah, if I have to, I'll take all next week off.
2: Oh
12: yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And listen, something that we have not done yet today is we need to thank Lanny McKinney. He's our our media specialist. And besides that, he just generally keeps us straight Uh, He lets us know when the stream goes off and when it comes back on because mechanically things happen every once in a while. Thank you, Lanny, for everything you do. He manages our podcast, the Facebook page, the Bud Moore website. Lanny is a busy young man and he helps us a lot. Thank you, Lanny. Yep. And also like to
2: thank our listeners and thank our
1: sponsors, because if we did not have sponsors, we would not be on here. No. Just we, wouldn't. Like we wouldn't
2: get to go racing
1: if we didn't have sponsors. And if you got anything you'd like to, to discuss with us, our phone number is eight six four four eight six fourteen hundred. That's four eight six fourteen hundred. We're gonna take our last break of the show and come back for our final segment. So you're listening to Fox Sports Spartanburg. From the Beacon Drive-In Studios, this is Start Your Engines.
10: It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. When John B. White
4: Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946.
10: Looking for a reliable and affordable graphics printer? Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals and banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing and offers graphic design services all in-house. Image Printing is your one-stop shop for all your personal and professional printing needs. Image Printing has been servicing the upstate since 1989 and provides the personal touch that you will be sure to love. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Avenue across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center or call 864-583-8848.
4: Hey, this is Ryan Clary. Lately, I've been eating one home-cooked meal after another. I'm talking million-dollar spaghetti, Mexican lasagna, chicken tetrazzini. I can't cook at all, and my wife's a great cook, but she has a full-time job, so neither of us have time to feed our three little ones a home-cooked meal. Many of you listening can relate one way or another. Who has the time? Mama Sue's does. That's right. Mama Sue's on East Henry Street in Spartanburg has homemade meals daily for you to pick up. Place an order online or stop in at Mama Sue's. Also, check out their $5 lunch specials. Mama Sue's, open Monday through Friday, 10 to
8: the weather has finally cooled down, but that doesn't mean your need for ice changes with the seasons. The big game is just around the corner, and that means time for parties. Whether you're hosting a big party or just having a few friends over to watch the game, Twice the Ice can help you get ready for your event. Twice the Ice has 12 convenient ice houses located throughout the county. Twice the Ice is affordable. You get a 10-pound bag for $1.25 or a 16-pound bag or 20-pound bulk for $1.75. It's available 24 hours a day using cash, credit, or debit card. To find the Twice the Ice location near you, visit SpartanburgWater.org ice. What's up? What if you're walking out to your car after work today and it's been mashed by a runaway garbage truck? Yep, State Farm has an agent for that.
4: Having your own State Farm agent means having a real person there to help you when things go wrong. So when accidents happen, you've got someone you know who will be there when you need them.
8: Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg is that State Farm agent. Cliff's got your back when things go wrong. Call Cliff Gobert on East Main Street today, 597-1200. That's 597-1200. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: Want to find out what's going on on Fox Sports 1400? Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. We have everything you need including the all-important Listen Lively. Find it all at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. And
11: welcome
12: back to our last segment of uh, Start Your Engines here on Fox Sports Spartanburg. We are I believe we have Tack Brown on the line who is probably pulling into Livonia Speedway. Tack, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Alright, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, tell us about today's events at, at Livonia. Are you racing? Is your son racing? Yeah, we we don't, I don't have a motor. Uh, we took our motor out the Oops.
14: week after gas it's March March uh, first, first race on the 22nd. Uh, just didn't have an over horsepower. The motor wasn't
12: running right. But uh, we got Austin blew up last week at March Madness, and we had to put a new head motor in his car this week. But
8: we got his car with him. All
12: right. So is Austin ready for his first MMSA start? Yeah, he better be. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that he is. I, I know um, he did a great job um leading that heat race um and i, I hated to, to see him i think it was was it two weeks ago It uh, was. I, yeah. I hated to see that but certainly we know that the more experience he has uh the better off he will be because he surely dominated young guns last year and um and i'm sure it was a little bit interesting to be out on the track with him can you tell our listeners um about how that felt
14: well, it felt pretty bad because he was dragging my butt. But, uh, <laughs> I was excited for him to be out front leading, you know, uh, leading that heat race that I was in also. And he outrun some some heavy hitters, Brandon Weaver and Tyler Riddle. Uh, you know, he 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 did really good. Uh, like I say, he, uh, we freed the car up a little too much for him in the main event. And first lap, he went off in there and he, he looped her around and... He unfortunately got he got hit uh and uh left side there on uh, the left front wheel. They kinda bent some stuff up, but he did manage to go to go back out and race and finish the race so, so even with some bent up equipment.
12: Absolutely. Well Tack, how old is Austin?
14: He's he's fourteen. He'll turn fifteen in May. Uh we're probably gonna try to let him run maybe a year or two, a stock
1: four if we can, and then we're going to move him up to another division, maybe a, a Crate late model or something like that.
14: Well, has he been cocky about leading dad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
12: yeah. I heard that there was a little bet going on. Um, yeah, I lost, I lost $20. Yeah, Tat lost $20, uh, <laughs> which I'm sure is a blast, uh, betting who's going to beat who between a father and a son.
14: <laughs> um, yeah it, it, it's all fun uh you know we he picked we cut up at, at house and shop uh about who's gonna be faster or whatever he's still he's still i ain't had no good i ain't had a good race car yet this year so when i i told him when we get the motor ride in it which i'm sure he get it get it running right we'll be able to see what's what
12: Well have you threatened to
14: put a governor on his his car yet nah, I'm going to have to detune him a little
2: bit though if he keeps <laughs> That's right. While he's yeah. in school, you can go work on his car. Yeah, that's
12: right. <laughs> now, now, are y'all planning intact this year um, to run um, the MMSA series or are y'all, are y'all doing a good bit of traveling outside? What's your plans We're, this year?
14: We're probably going to run the MMSA series, you know, like today's the first series race of Monster Manis. Uh, Next weekend, I think it's Carolina, so we'll, if everything goes well today, and, uh, we'll be there next weekend for, the Monster Mini Race at Carolina Speedway.
12: Now, are you going to try to run that one yourself? If If I get... Yeah.
14: Yeah. If we get our engine back, we will. Yeah. Uh, we'll be there. Both cars will be there.
12: Awesome. Now, as far as, um, Laura's nerves, uh, which, for our listeners, Laura Brown is tax wife, um... How how is she handling all this?
14: <laughs> uh, she's pre- they pretty shot right now. <laughs> so, yeah, they she's been tore up all morning.
12: Oh, I'm sure. Well, and I'm sure she's even more torn up whenever her husband and her son are out on the track at the same time.
14: Yeah. Well, not only that, you know. Usually, she when Austin was racing, she had her friend Braden that would would be on the trailer with her wife. You know, and and now Braden's on the track with us. So. Uh, hmm. She, she don't have that support to, to or, or, or to hold to
12: grab a hold of right you know? <laughs> well i' will have to jump on over at times um <laughs> tell us who all is uh helping you today and and gonna help you throughout the year we know that it it certainly takes a team uh it can't just be the driver and the owner
14: yeah we we got a good some good help at shop uh they, they thank Nate jackson and Corey Brock, uh, Austin's buddies, they come in and they help out a lot. Uh, uh, come out in the come out shop and help us get the car washed up and now, all that good
12: stuff. I hear that you you have a truckload today at Livonia.
14: <laughs> I do. I got a truckload in my truck and another truck behind us <laughs> that's loaded. So and you, we got, he's got his buddies with him.
12: And I know you'd have it no other way. Tell us who Please. all is uh, sponsoring you guys this year. Um.
14: Uh, Of course, the Easy Money Pawn and Browns Roofing and uh, WT's, the Johnson Car Lot, and Derby's Electric of Lexington, which is Laura's uh, sister's business. And uh, they came on board with us last year and helped us a lot. And, of course, Steve Heshed and Fraser Construction and uh, Freedom Coating out of Spartanburg.
12: Awesome. Well, do you guys have shirts for sale this year? Or are you planning on sale- selling any apparel at the track?
14: I don't have anything right now. Last year we bought hoodies and everything; we they, we sold out pretty quick.
12: And I know we didn't uh, even get we'll one. Probably,
14: <laughs> yeah, we'll probably get we'll probably get some here here short, here in a little while. So it, it we get something going on,
12: uh. sounds good. And um, now, now I do have a question. The the car schemes. Um, tell us how Austin determined his car scheme and your car scheme actually this year. Well,
14: Austin, uh, we we had, Crash's uh, Custom Graphics uh, do our do all the work, for us. and Austin's love pink. You know, he 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 loves the pink color, which I do too. Uh, you know, when we got got with Bebo and had him do us the. Uh, 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 sketch up with the one with and what it what it's gonna look like and thank Austin good. thank you sir and uh Austin Austin knows that's how we went with it. and on my car it's kind of a little different. You know, I, I had a new helmet done this year and uh from BKP and I he did some colors that I liked in it with some sparkle colors, purple and a you know, carbon fiber. And uh, we kind of went,
12: went that route. Well, they are two certainly beautiful cars that um, we hope to see in Victory Lane this year. Um, we wish Austin the best today. I'm, I'm sure he's a little bit nervous, but we know that he will do great out there. Um, and if certainly... Oh, Dad, go ahead.
2: Uh, you plan on moving him up to limited sportsman anytime soon?
12: Dad. Nice. Uh,
2: huh. Pro- probably,
14: probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, first <laughs> of all. Not unless le- not not less you plan on kicking Danny
12: out. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, it's not limited sportsman anymore. Oh, it, it'll always be limited <laughs> sportsman. <laughs> Let's get that straight. It's super sportsman, okay? Super, super sportsman, Daddy. Oh, bless. Here we go.
2: Okay. Well, I just uh, you know we uh we we always looking behind us you know yeah that's one yeah. thing I, I know you you still got your uh, modified car? No, I don't. We sold it to uh, a friend from down in Georgia, area. and actually
14: it's going to be in action tonight with uh, Kenny Collins driving it
12: tonight here at Labonia. Okay.
14: I hope I hope, Kenny don't make me look too bad in it because I, I sure couldn't, couldn't get that plumber gun right.
12: So It, it was certainly a troubling year last year for you. It um, was. Yeah, and and I, I hated it because I felt like you were doing everything possible to make it run um, and certainly reached out to the best of the best in Open Well Modifieds to I mean, try to I help had, you. Had,
14: yeah, we had help from all kinds of people. Jesse Rocket and uh, uh, uh Chris Steele, uh, Matt Hope, all those guys that run that class trying to help me figure get some stuff. I just couldn't get the car right. And, you know, I think we, we, we had a, a decent run in it one time and after that I just we we couldn't couldn't get nothing figured out on it, so we decided to get out of it and get rid of it and I bought another four cylinder and I still like to drive open well sometimes.
12: I was going to say, can you explain the difference between the two? Can you put it into words the difference between driving a stop four it, and an open wheel modified?
14: I, I think this, I think the open wheels are easier to drive as far as you know being on the track, right? But you know, all the setup there, there's so many setup points on those cars. It's you've got you've got to be on your game and know actually know them and see. I've always been in four cylinders and we. You don't got all those. You got four corners, mm-hmm. and you know, and with those wheels, you got four corners and then you got bars and, you know, shop, every, all that, all that different stuff. So uh the, the opinion angles, pull bars, all kind of stuff like that. It was just it, it was it was hard for me to concentrate on getting my getting my car ready and figuring it out. And I had to get Austin ready to
12: race also so we decided to step away from it and go that route i was gonna say how how tough is it now trying to get two cars which i know you know with austin running young guns um but now that you're both in mmsa is it is there any challenges to setting up both cars at the same time or is, is it just come natural to you
14: Well, it it, it does. It's it's kind of natural because I've been in this four cylinders for over twenty years, and it's just it's hard to to maintain both race cars. That's the big thing, right? It's maintaining them, and then when we get to the racetrack, I want to make sure that Austin, you know, his car is ready. I want to make sure he's buckled in his car, right you know, before he goes out, and if I'm I'm in a heat race, he's in a heat race, it's kind of hard for me to, to make sure to look in the car to see that he's buckled in like he's supposed to be, Right. and he's pretty good, he knows how to get out of the car quick, if he has to get out of the car quick, and, um, you know, we've been over all that, and what, you know, what to do, and the event and stuff like that, but it's, it's, it's nerve wracking to having both cars running at the same time but we we'll we'll get through
12: it. Absolutely. Now as far as um whenever you did mention briefly the, the safety, you know, with Austin. Um do you do you worry about him being and hopefully this will never happen in a wreck on the on the track and you're on the track and you know, you can't get to him and um
14: well, I, if, you know, if if it comes down to it, you know, I know they tell you to stay in your car, but if it, you know, if I seen him in a wreck and I, it, and I thought it was bad enough, I'd, you know, I'd get out of my car. Right. I'd, I'd park right, right there on the spot. So, there ain't no doubt in my mind, there ain't no man that racetrack will would make me stay
13: in it.
2: So. <laughs> I'm trying to put it this way. If your boy's leading in a second-place car, takes out first-place car, and you're running third, are you going to take out the second-place uh, oh. car? <laughs>
14: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. We 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 have to pass that bridge when it comes
2: to it. Uh, uh, kind kinda like protecting the young in there.
14: Exactly. Exactly. Yes.
2: Don't pick on my
14: younger. We wouldn't go that route no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Well we're we're at the gate here fixing the fake and uh it was nice talking to you guys and
12: well, we certainly appreciate you coming on and wish you guys the best today and for the rest of the season as you kick off.
14: Thank you. I appreciate
12: it. All right. That was Tat Brown, the super roofer um, <laughs> down at Livonia Speedway with his fun.
1: Uh, that was fun.
12: That was fun. Austin Brown, and I think that they call him the Hurricane Brown. So.
1: Yep. <laughs> They're
2: from down here in Union, South Carolina.
12: They are. Tatt's um, race, Cherokee Speedway for many, many years, and it's it's a pleasure to see uh, his son now racing on the track with him. I didn't get to watch them at March Madness uh, be on the track together, but I'm sure that was special uh, for their family, and hopefully Austin can get that thing figured out today, and, um, you know, it it it's a big difference between running uh, with young guns and then stepping up into the MMSA series, because Aztec... Brown said there the competition and the level of drivers there um for that series um there's a lot of uh I don't want to say veteran drivers in there um but a lot of great drivers that have uh had many years experience
2: Braden uh, Pruitt
12: absolutely Jamie Madison
2: you've got Travis Mosley Travis Mosley when you step up to Bradley Weaver yeah it 's just like stepping from our division up to super late model i mean that 's uh that 's the cream of the crop right there
12: well and and you know uh young guns um once you make that first move um into stop four and you know young guns is is a little bit of a different um, element in that you know you 're wanting to protect the the drivers and um, then you have those who who have started off and still the class for ladies to to drive in it as well so whenever you dominate that class and and you have to move up um i i would almost think like you're you're learning a not necessarily a new dance all over again but you're learning i guess the driving style of other drivers because um i'm sure out there after a few races you're going to know what the driver driving style is of of other drivers. And
1: every step up you make is a different financial commitment.
12: Absolutely. And...
2: Financial commitment and like she said, racing with another driver, knowing where they plan on going on a racetrack, what their moves are, and you're a whole lot closer to that car. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be completely in control of your car.
12: Absolutely. You know, just like Ricky Green said earlier, his style um, of... Uh, racetrack, or his preference for a racetrack was last Sunday at Cherokee. It was dry. Um, his car is fast on a dry track. Whenever it's dry, you know Ricky Green is going to go to the front. Um, so I'm sure his competitors at that time knew exactly oh gosh, you know, Ricky's on the track. He's setting good times. Um, he's definitely going to be a top contender uh, to beat today.
2: And this boy's 14 years old. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, And now you're taking him to different racetracks. It's not like he's going to the same racetrack week in and week out.
12: And I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, you know, mom and dad, Tack and Laura, kind of left that up up to him. You know, you're more than welcome to stay here or we can certainly venture off. And I think that certainly speaks to the credibility of Austin and, and him wanting to venture off. Um, I, I don't know. Of a lot of people at the age of 14 that do want to venture off into, especially a new class for the MMSA. Um, Austin did go to Livonia last year and win, um, in the Young Guns Division. The, um, I believe they had what, what was like a state championship race, uh, Georgia state championship race. And he did go down there and win. Um, so, uh, if he returns to Victory Lane today, it will um, be in a different division, but it certainly won't be unfamiliar to him.
2: Oh, yeah. Dad will become a crew chief all <laughs> the whole time. That's what it's going to wind up being. Uh, when you commit to that MSSC MSA. MSA. Yeah. And you run for points and stuff like that, you've got to commit to that thing. Well,
12: we wish everybody the best today as they head out to the local dirt tracks. Um, still got plenty of time to go to Lancaster tonight and see a great race.
1: And reminder, Harris has already canceled. Harris for tonight.
12: has canceled for tonight. That's right. And so uh, we um, probably will make our way to Carolina Speedway next week and um, maybe watch a little bit of racing on Friday night and maybe have a first show for the 25T, Dad. Uh, It's up to you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We look to you. Yeah, we know who the real boss is.
2: Oh,
12: heavens
1: help. And Greer Dragway is open today. It's starting just about now. Test in tune. Test in tune. And then they'll have the regular Thursday
2: night show. Test in tune. And then they'll have another one on Saturday. But uh, everybody
1: knows that racing's racing. It is. All right. We can. listen, appreciate everybody listening in today. Date appreciate you stepping in and stepping up.
12: It was a pleasure being here. And
1: it's good thing it was fun to have Greg back to know he's getting better. And Alan, appreciate all that you do letting us know about everything going on at dirt track. Perry, hope you are having fun. See you next week. Each
0: Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start your engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. The home of the South Carolina Gamecocks is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on on FM at 98.3.